One of the major reasons that we're here at the Eyes on Design is we can't pass up. I mean, what is in our lobby besides that nice big cutout of Ronnie Sox giving you money? You know, but we are here with a gentleman that actually has one of the Sox and Martin cars that he's willing to give to us tonight. Yeah, so <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, my name is Adam Engelhardt. I'm from Minnesota. Uh, had the car, Sox 67 Hemi GTX, Sorry. for about 20 years now in my possession, on and off. So. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, I'm glad I brought it. It's a beautiful event. Is it a, the real car? Is it a tribute? Absolutely the real car. Yep. Yep, yep, for sure the real car. And it's, um, over the years, I've we've owned all the existing Sox and Martin cars at one time or another. But You the, owned all of them? Yeah. How? In Minnesota? How does <laughs> that come buy, to you? Buy and sell collector car stuff for a living. And somebody said, look, we just happen to have the 70 Barracuda here. You want it? We, well, the 70 Barracuda I bought from a lady that owned a junkyard in Springfield, Missouri. Her husband had it and he passed away. And then the usual deal where everybody kind of came in and were vultures and took everything. But at the end of the day, what she had left was the 70 Sox Cuda. She had a 76 pack Cuda convertible. That was the first one built pilot car. And she had a 71 Hemi Challenger. We bought them all from her. Um, so our new best friend, Adam, right here, <laughs> yeah. holy cannoli, man. Yeah. I mean, were you active with that? I mean, did they have the, obviously they had some kind of on Facebook or something? No, um, we just, uh, that was, then that was 20 years ago again now. Um, that, we just kept our ears to the ground. And See, we're trying to figure out where this is because we want the next one, damn it. There and we no don't more. want the arrow. I don't think there's no more next ones. There's no more next ones. But uh, um, in fact, just two days ago, uh, or not two days ago, two weeks ago, bought a Sox 68 Hammer Barracuda from a guy right here in town. One of the cars, uh, but we, we sold it to the guy two or three years ago. So So how many cars do you have, Sox and Martin cars, do you have in your possession right now? At home, two. Yeah. Two. The 67, that one, and then Sox had uh, four 68 Hemi Barracudas that exist right now. Okay. Now, I mean, they raced multiple cars, different classes, and then later on raced uh, kind of a match race circuit against Dick Landy. But um, it don't matter the one we got's the best one. Because we've owned them all, I can tell you it's the best one. I was going to say, did they come with the history sheet, or did you have to decode all this? I had to stuff? figure it out, but the line of history is pretty simple on those two cars. The, the 68 we got, the, the ownership history is, you know, locked in. The 67 over there, I got a copy of the title with Buddy Martin's name on it, so it isn't, it, you know, it's... All right, so you're here. The other car is in Minnesota yep. right now. Yep. All right. Is there anybody at your house right now? Can we send a squad to go break into your garage? Yeah, no. We need this <laughs> no, car. No, there's nobody there right now. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Except for my German Shepherd, yeah. who loves to see you. <laughs> I, uh, um... I don't even have locks on the doors. It's funny enough. We're going but. to Minnesota <laughs> quickly, folks. But yeah, yeah. So no, that that car got was a deal the other day, and then the the Landy Hemi Dart from a guy here in town too. Uh, but we'd owned that before as well. Both of them. There's two of them. Is there a Saxon Martin car that you go? We got to have it. It's out of my reach. Besides the Superbird. 
Yeah, because that don't exist no more. Well, maybe it does. Yeah, it does in so many different fashions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, no, no. The best one is, uh, it, that's the one. The one I got here is the one that I, that I would crave the most, and I got it. So, no, there is no more. <laughs> There's no more. There's no more going to be found. The ones that exist are uh, are pretty well locked in, and yeah, because there's going to be the 71 that somebody's got in their barn. Maybe, you know? maybe we bought the 68 car. We got was in the rafters of a uh, a guy owned a uh, um, a logging company, a lumber mill down south, and that was up in the rafters of his building, and he'd owned it forever and ever. But it was, you know. All right, so now where do we got to go again? Yeah, you got to go to all these places. You got to go to all these places. But, but. The, like little people, like little people, the people just like take Sox and Martin stuff and trade them and swap them with their friends. I mean, what the hell? It's kind of, yeah, as, especially in our business, I try to keep stuff in a, um, and I have a small group of customers. It's me and my father. He started the company. I, I just pay attention. So, <laughs> so... But a small group of customers <laughs> over all these years, you know, since 89. Yeah. And we try to keep everything in, I guess, the family of customers. So the cars don't ever leave our reach. You know, like, if you ever want it back, you can get it because it didn't get lost. You know, once a car goes to somebody else, it might be in a tomb. Tell the, some of the best cars in the world will never be seen by people because they're... Because they're in a Minnesota garage because right now. Because they're in now. a Minnesota garage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So with gas prices at $7, what part of Minnesota? No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's phenomenal that you didn't go into, like, the Mopar missile line and the, and the Landy line. I mean, there's so many Mopars of that era. I mean, are you part of the Mopar thing, or was it just Sox and Martin? No, Mopars all together. Um... Pretty much, we, I enjoy all cars. Uh, I, I really enjoy anything. And, right. and we've done it all. And in the muscle car business we've done, we have had the best of everything. You know, um, some of the most famous Mopar race cars are the 68 Hemi Darts and Barracudas. Mm -hmm. So let's say they built 120 of those cars total. The number's kind of out there. Well, we've owned 42. Our new best friend, yeah, Adam. Yeah, well, it's, been, it's been a while. It's, we've done it for a long, long, long time. And I think we know those cars, uh, Hemi Superstock stuff, better than anybody. Um, I believe we do. So, I mean, is this a business? Can people like look on the Facebook page? No, and no, no, there is a Facebook page. It's Inglehart Performance is our Facebook page. But we don't, we've never had a website. We never advertise. Um, it's all just the same group of guys, and, and, the, and the ticket to that is that you sell somebody a car and you've dealt with them before. They don't call you next week and say the valve stem's leaking. They, they, it's just, you know, and then you ever, we try, there, one, a lot of the cars in our business we've owned uh, half a dozen times over because there's only one, there's only one best in the world, and you're yeah. trying to buy that, you got to own the same car a lot of times because... Yeah, but I mean, because a lot of these cars, like you said, is in a lady's junkyard, and everybody yeah. goes, I'd like that tunnel ram, thank you. Yeah, but by the time I got there, she was smartened up, and there was no deals to be had. It oh. Was, it was, yeah, yeah. There it was, was like, oh. She had figured out, and I don't want to take advantage of somebody like that anyways, but they, they uh, she had definitely figured out the value of the car by that time, and she did really well, and I'm, I'm happy that, you know, she needed to be happy. 
Yeah, but you couldn't go, well, come here, come here, come here. That's a 52-year-old Plymouth. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, Bad gas mileage. Yeah, yeah, she just said, you know, it's a long walk back to Minnesota, but you better get at it because... <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, no, we've just been doing it for so long, and I love it. Have you ever gone up to a, a junkyard or whatever, and they said, look at these pictures, mint, 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 and then it's like, I meant to tell you, this is kind of all boogered up. All the time. Really? Yeah, we don't go to junkyards, really, but normal people that are selling me cars, what one person's definition of good is and what my definition of good is are a lot of times two totally different things how good is your definition of good um what we, what we try to buy is uh survivor original paint cars stuff that wow that's the pinnacle of value in the muscle car world is the survivor car it's just they don't they don't trade hands publicly very often but if, people don't even understand how expensive muscle cars are it, well, I mean, in the I'm, private market anyways. I'm thinking that uh, Hemi GTX Saxon Martin goes 20000 bucks, maybe, 30000 That one over there? Yeah, because yeah. that's all I got. Yeah, no, probably, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably like a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, uh, um, no, it's, it's just certain cars we... I had a car one time when I was younger that we bought. It was a 70 Hemi Challenger with uh, 400 miles on it. And not 400 drag race miles. 400 miles that somebody bought the car. The guy was a drug dealer. He bought the car, went to prison, hid the car. When he got out, he had a little nest egg waiting. And he sold it to a collector down south, and we bought it from him. But that car today, a million five wouldn't, wouldn't entertain it. You know? Put the checkbook away. But, but, but you see Hemi Challenger selling all the time for 100 grand. Well, that's the difference. There's the wow. cream, and then there's the bottom, and that's the absolute cream. Can you pretty well look at something and you go, yeah. amateur? I can look at a car, I can walk into a building and within a few moments uh, know whether i got a good car it's there. the first thing you look at? Uh, to tell you the truth, uh, as soon as you open that driver's door, it tells you like 90% of it. As soon as you open that driver's door, if it opens like a brand new car, and when you shut it, it just shuts click like a brand new car, 90% of the time you've got a great car. Because if it's an old car with a bunch of miles on it, the hinges will be wore out and you go grab that door and the door will drop. Especially like on a 70 Cuda or any of those 70s muscle cars, the doors weighed like 200 pounds. So that would give up right away. Yeah. But any car, you walk up to it and within a few moments, just visually, you can, if you're doing it as long as I have, uh, you can figure it out really quick. Biggest disappointment you've ever had? Uh, Somebody that said this thing is like you can't wait. You saw the pictures. You drove all that way. You opened the door and you went, "What?" Socks spelled S-O-C-K and Martin. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that. I I I, 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 I should like say disappointment, stay, but the one that no, just, I like to stay pretty sharp. But I do have a buddy that one time drove to Ohio to look at a Charger Daytona, and when they popped the door, it was a. Chrysler Cordova body tires <laughs> of Daytona and he asked the lady where's the Daytona well right here it's blue like I said yeah they did have them oh and okay. he's thinking it's a wing car yeah, and it was yeah, back yeah, when yeah he's thinking yeah Dodge yeah. through Daytona on anything and everything yeah it is oh. it's about 500 bucks you know <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time you know, yeah. it was 30 years ago but yeah I uh, mean you get these things with the original engines in it I mean what's the chances that you get the original no, interior no no the car that I got here is all original interior but uh, that's hard uh, a lot of race cars because of their nature were sold to somebody else that thought they were smarter than the last guy and they'd wreck stuff and they 
update it or change it and the next thing you know that car that was world champ is now bracket racing somewhere at a local track and it's just they get wore down to nothing but you try to find great cars and as far as engine parts if you were world champ um well you like taking ellie's that are over here that were just on those guys had access to stuff that they made just handfuls of so if you're trying to restore a car like that to obtain these parts is some of the hardest thing about restoring it because world champs got access to stuff that was very limited and yeah everybody else just got left behind but uh that's the hardest part i think i'm really good at that i've restored a you know quite a few cars now and, and i'm happy i did take an ellie's ufo the the alter wheelbase car for them a couple years ago but you did yeah i did i did i did i'm a jack of all trades but how much did you do on it everything we did everything we did. so where would it kind of be adam yeah where's the car yeah yeah it's in minnesota no, but, <laughs> but but it, it, that car when i i a friend of mine i restored it for a friend of mine it was, yeah. it was a guy when i start, first started restoring cars he was a guy like everybody that restores cars needs is somebody that comes along and says i i, I trust you and i and i think you got talent and i want to spend money to find out how good you are and, and he and he did that for thank me. you we, yeah yeah man i'm forever grateful every every chip foose has that guy everybody that ever became successful has to have somebody that took a risk and, and put money into the person to, to find out so um that uh i don't know where i was going but but, <laughs> but no that's thinking about how oh, do i oh, lock myself up in minnesota so the ufo we bought it out of canada and we buy some muscle cars so when that showed there's not a whole lot of disappointments but when that showed up to minnesota clark had called me and sent me some polaroid pictures that were horrible and he said should i buy the cars 25 grand and i go well it's a real hemi plymouth so yeah you can roll the dice even if it's a wreck well, when it showed up to my house from Canada, I called him and I said, why don't you just take 50,000 bucks and forget you ever owned it? And he said, no. And then 10 minutes later, I called him back and I said, why don't we just make 75,000 bucks and you forget you ever owned it? Do you have an ATM in your house? I wish I, mean, I, no, 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 I just got, I just got guts, I guess. And uh, Wow. And he goes, no, I'm keeping it. And I go, well, then, at the end of the, cause I'm getting paid to restore it. So I said, well, at the end of the day, remember that when the, when the restoration, numbers high that, that, <laughs> that you could have just walked away with 50,000 to start out with but at the end of the day um that's one of the things i'm proud of is restoring cars we got about you know i shouldn't tell this but we got about 125,000 bucks in that car all in that's unheard of in and a, the ufo yeah to have that kind of money have 120 grand in it restored with the motor built and everything and all be correct that's that's unheard of the oil pump on that car is five thousand dollars you know you start yeah it's just it's it, i'm very proud of that because so, i've seen other cars that are similar get restored and they got 350 in them whew. so all right so here's the new business forget about collecting beanie babies this is the way to go here now yeah just call in our performance facebook yeah just get uh, it. holy <laughs> yeah. lord man the money that's flying around here with you ho well it's it's not i'm a normal guy though i mean it sounds like a big numbers and stuff, a normal guy that says you want twenty thousand no let's make it fifty thousand no let's make it seventy five thousand that's normal yeah but if you were buying beanie babies for a living you would, you, you would know what you're buying and you'd invest it all if a bunch of those princess dies came along <laughs> Right? So yeah, that's true so too. So that's where I'm at. I know it better than most, and 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 uh, but 
It's it's just just a normal guy from Minnesota that, that works for what I got. That has a all original Saxon Martin GTX. Yeah, it's normal a, guy. Normal guy normally has like an yeah. old beat up Buick in the driveway. Yeah, well I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it and and in the car uh you know, it'll go to somebody else sometime, it'll go it'll come back. I, I hauled it here on an open trailer. There is nothing better than that. Huh? You look in the back window and you go, I must have done something right. And the people that drive by, I mean, the the gray hairs, they thumbs Easy. up. Thumbs up. And I love it. I love it. I love it. That's all what right. I do it for. So do you take I-75 back home? Let's get this down, I take, all right? Uh, yeah, yeah, 94. <laughs> if you, you put up a roadblock Kalamazoo, you can probably get me tonight. Any one car that you hated to give up? Um... Yeah, yeah, there is a car I hated to give up. Uh, we owned Tommy Ivo's four-engine Buick a year ago. Wow, four slick, four Buick. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And that that car, I uh, I hate to get, I hated, hated to give up. And the reason why you did was because I spent because this is what we do for. <laughs> I need to put food on the table, but that's what we do for a living. Tommy Ivo four engines that are going yeah, this way, pipes heads. all over the joints, yeah. four slicks. Yeah, though, you I gave think, that up for a Big Mac. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's the most significant drag car in the history of, especially exhibition cars. It's the king of the hill. Him or Maverick's uh, wheel stander, but but that I still got the roof panel off it. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Just yeah, between yeah, us. Yeah, between us. I still got the roof panel. It is an amazing thing because he had that trailer with the cutout yeah, glass. Yeah, we got that too. You yeah, got that we too? We got that too. Separately. We bought all the Ivo cars out of the NHRA museum and then sold those to a customer in Indiana. And then they all sold the Meekums recently. And, but, yeah. How many of those cars did he have? Because you see them in a lot of photo ops are all over the place. Well, there's there's a there's a clone that's out there, mm. and then the one with the body on it's the real one. The one the four engine car with all our body on it that's a clone that somebody made up. It doesn't count. Um, um, and then there was some funny cars, and then the, all the dragster stuff is real, I believe, except for one. All the rails are real except for one. Car. Ever want to drive one? Ever pop in? To race them anymore, or just even to take them down the driveway? Uh, I don't think any of those guys. I know the guy that owned them last from Indiana. He don't drive nothing. No, so. but I mean you. Oh me? Yeah. When uh, you get into the thing, you go, <laughs> "That's four inches yeah, of Buick." I no, I didn't drive that. I never drove that running. But uh, yeah, the the Barracudas and the and the Hemi stuff. Yeah, we definitely drove that. I took the the '68 Hemi Barracuda down the racetrack at at uh. Denver once and an Indy once and so yeah I get to enjoy it that way but the four engine car I think it's a little bit out of my do you ever take a look at that and you go how in God's name did they engineer that to be safe they did they didn't and then, and then I was talking to Don Perdome and he was uh, the first guy to license that car because Tommy was under contract with the TV studio for doing Margie at the time so they wouldn't let him in the car under insurance reasons. So, <laughs> so, so the snake was just some tire wiper at the time, Tommy says, and the snake got that car licensed. And then it was dangerous because the thing would bot. Tommy broke his back in it in Saskatchewan later in life. It bottomed out at the finish line of bump. Well, it just Ooh. hit frame rail and broke his back. Well, within a year, he was back in the car. They filled the car with a full of, uh, it's just one of those great racing stories, but they filled the car full of hotel room pillows 
and then dropped Tommy in from the top by like an engine lift type deal because his back was still broke. Wow. But it was like, if we fill her full of pillows, what's going to do? It? Yeah. Don't you, you just, worry. It's like driving a golf cart. You just get on it and make a pass and the and the, and the crowd went wild and that's what it's all about. Holy God. All right. So a new friend here, Adam, and I, I don't even care if you have a pool. Yeah. I don't. yeah. <laughs> it's Minnesota. I got a pond. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with that situation, you can go far with yeah. us. Yeah. In, in the few seconds we got left, where can be, I mean, are you on Facebook? Can people watch what you're doing? Yeah, I know you want to be kind of no, silent no, about No, no, you definitely but. can. But So my name's Adam Inglehart. If you look me up on Facebook, I'm just a normal guy. But then Normal uh, guy. Inglehart Performance uh, is the company that uh, me and my dad have, and my brother Joe, that... Uh, 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 my little brother Joe, but we we uh, uh, um, and then I have a company called AAA Restorations that I restore cars out of. But it's mainly Inglehart Performance nowadays, and the car market's so crazy. I don't have time to work on stuff anymore. So it's an amazing thing. Now you know. Check this gentleman out. We are. We're gonna follow him home. For I mean, uh, we're gonna make sure that he gets home safely. Yeah, yeah. I need an <laughs> escort. Would be nice. Thanks an awful lot, Thank Adam. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. CKWI Radio 76 rolls on here at Eyes on Design.